back, everybody. It's our after-school special. Hello. Just a little after-school snack, after-work snack. It's a quickie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So today we're going to go over our favorite books from childhood. Yes. I loved to read as a kid. Ditto. I did a lot of reading. I still do, but I don't, you know, I don't have as much unoccupied time as I did back then. I do a lot of listening to audiobooks. Me now. too, but I miss holding a book in my hand. Yeah. Smelling a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that new book smell or that old book smell. Yeah. Both were unique. All right, <laughs> well, you kick us off. What you got? Okay, number one. Ramona Quimby, Age Eight by Beverly Cleary. It came out in 1981. Obviously, I wasn't reading it in 1981. Right. But I did read it. Probably as an eight-year-old. It's a book I think my sister had. And so it was just in our house. I read it several times. All the Ramona books. I loved them. And I was so excited when they came out with the uh, Ramona and Beezus movie. Was that what that's based on? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. John Corbett. Yeah. A.K.A. Aiden Shaw. (laughs) Josh Jamel, I think, is in that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I cried like a baby in that movie. Was that Joey King that played Ramona? It was, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And Selena yeah. played Beezus. I remember now. Obviously, I don't remember a lot about the book, but I know that like she's just dealing with a lot in school. I think she's eight. She's probably second or third grade. Yeah. I think she's got a lot of pressures at school and then dealing with a friend in the neighborhood that's not being very nice and Beezus, who's like in middle school at that point. There's a lot going on. Yeah, all realities from childhood. Yeah, and so it was relatable Yeah, to read as a kid. I just remember feeling like Ramona. I'll have to ask Heather if that's a series she had. I'm sure it was. It sounds familiar, but I don't know that I ever read any of them. Because I would also, I'd run out of books and I would go read my sister's books. (laughs) So I've I've read some of the other ones on your list. So then I have Freckle Juice by Judy Bloom. This is one I've never heard of. Really? Yeah. So we actually, I remember being in a thir- my third grade classroom and we, I guess, read it as a class and then we made freckle juice. Oh. So in the book, the lead character, and of course I can't think of his name right now, the main character, uh, he wanted freckles like his friend because basically because he didn't want his mom to notice if his neck was dirty and he was very envious of his friend's freckles. Because he always looked dirty? I Listen. Uh, listen, I had freckles growing up. I don't think I looked dirty. Well, I think he had a lot of freckles, okay? Oh, okay. Like, a lot. All right. <laughs> but I found it interesting that, in a way, it was like they were trying to make that, like, something that someone might be made fun of or something because they looked different. Yeah. But they were making it something that was beautiful and something that someone else envied. Sure. You know? So, there was this other girl at school that... Gave him a recipe, a fake recipe, obviously, that was supposed to give him freckles. And so this was the recipe. You ready for it? I'm ready. Let's hear it. Grape juice. Okay. Juice from one lemon. Ketchup. Mustard. Olive oil. Salt and pepper. Mayo. And a speck of onion. I mean, you could see how that would give one freckles. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we made it in school, and I think that there were kids that were, like, afraid to drink it, it, thinking they were going to get freckles. 
I would be afraid and of what it tasted just, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember tasting it, but just like very little bit. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun to. Yeah, it was through. fun. And it's that's I think that's why it's one of my favorites, because I just rem- remember doing that in school. And it, yeah. was, it was so much fun. I don't really remember the outcome other than the fact that it didn't give him freckles. Oh, I'm assuming that in the end, he learned to love himself just the way he is. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it is good. Number three is The Babysitter's Club. It was a series of novels written by Anne M. Martin, and it was published by Scholastic, which I forgot about, between 1986 and 2000. And oh. I think that there were, you know, there have been a lot more since then, but this was the series that I read okay. and that I collected. Obviously not until 2000, <laughs> but I had quite a bit of books. Um, and The Babysitter's Club was just Christy Thomas uh, formed a babysitter's club with her neighborhood friends and her school friends or whatever. And we just kind of see their antics. The main characters were Kristen, Claudia, Marianne, Stacy, who was my favorite, even though she has an E in her name, but she was super cool. And I wanted to be her (laughs) except for the diabetes part. And then Dawn and Mallory, Jesse, Logan. Oh, Good times. It is good times. That That is one series that I did steal from my sister. She had so many of them. Yeah. So when I got to the end of my books and I was too lazy to go to the library, I would read these. That's fun. I, I also loved the movie, the original movie. Or maybe, was it a TV show? I can't remember. I think it was a movie. I don't know. But then they just did a reboot like last summer, I think. And I have yet to watch it, but I really want to watch it just to see. Yeah, how, 2020. How they did it. Yeah. What was the original? The original, 1995. It was 95? Uh, let me see if there's one before then. Yeah, that that's the first one that I can find, 1995. I would have been... No, I'm sorry. The first one's 1990. 90. 90. Yeah. There's another one in 95. Because I was thinking, I was like, I was in high school, and maybe I would have watched it just as like, oh, fun times, yeah. nostalgia, but I can't imagine. I remember loving it. <laughs> So it makes more sense that I was like, you know, of age, 10. Yeah. <laughs> no one in it that I've ever really heard of. So in the new one, no, the the one that came out in 1990. Oh, yeah. I can't remember any of the actors names, but I remember their faces. I feel like they did a good job casting of like what I imagined them to look like and what they look like on the covers of the books. Yeah. So it's kind of funny because I gave my niece all of my Babysitter's Club books. Really? A long time ago. You know, or when she got to where she was really loving reading. Yeah. And just recently they were doing a big clean out at their house because now she's 15. Yeah. Um, Still reading. Still reading. She loves to read, but she's moved beyond the babysitter's club. Yep. Um, And they were going to either donate them, but they wanted to check with me, especially because at that point we were already starting to collect our childhood. So I'm really happy that they checked with me before they got rid of them. (laughs) So... They finally brought me like a giant bag and it was actually more books than I even remembered having. Was it? But I was so excited to get them. I don't know that I've seen them yet since they've been here. Oh, really? Yeah. They're upstairs. I'll show you. I want to take a couple of pictures of them to share. Well, good job, niece. Yes. Good job, Riley, if you're listening. Okay. So number four is Sweet Valley High by Francine Pascal or Pascal. 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 Looks like. Yeah. That series started in 83. It's about identical twins, Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield, who live in the fictional Sweet Valley, California, which is like a suburb of LA. 
And the twins and their friends attend Sweet Valley High. I read these as well. Oh, you did? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, they were very like soapy, like soap opera romance, but like also fantasy like adventure. Mm -hmm. And I loved them. I think that most of the books I read were my sister's because again, in 83. Yeah. You know, but we had a ton of them. And there was a syndicated series in the 90s called Sweet Valley High that had Brittany and Cynthia Daniel playing them, which was actually really good casting. Like, they really do kind of resemble Oh, there was the a girls. TV show. Yeah. What was it on? Do you know? I don't remember mm. what network it was on. But Brittany was one of those that I ended up not liking. Oh, really? She was on Dawson's Creek and she <laughs> I really hated her character. Yeah. And she dated Joshua Jackson. Oh, so yeah. The jealousy was real. It was. <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> and last but not least, number five is Where the Sidewalk Ends by Shel Silverstein. Mm. Do you know that? No, I've never heard of this one. What if you look up the cover? I feel like you would recognize it. Let me take a look. No, don't know it. Oh, okay. So it came out in 74, but it's a collection of poetry. It's written and illustrated by Shel. I just remember feeling like we had it in our library in the classroom Mm -hmm. and we could check it out, you know, and it was one that I always wanted to check out. And I don't know that I even really understood it all, but it was just all a little bit. It felt dark and twisty kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt cool to me. Okay. What's funny, though, is I read that in 86, which is around the time I would have been reading it. Right. Probably actually a little bit later than that. But the book was banned from a school in Milwaukee because there was a drug reference. They talked about suicide and death and disrespect for truth and authority. They say it got banned, got banned. I don't think it was like nationwide or anything, but just in this one particular school. Mm, that's pretty crazy. Sounds pretty uptight to me. No, I'm sound just a little uptight. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like censorship. If I've ever yeah, seen it dislike, but yeah, that's, that's one that I actually want to, to get to have on my bookshelf because it just felt really, I don't know the word. No, no, either. Impactful. It just was so different from anything that I had ever read or seen before. So just a very unique set of poems and stories. Yeah. Mm. And it's very nostalgic. Just looking at the cover for me is gives me that feeling. Well, no, so. I'm intrigued. I want to read it. Yeah. We'll have need, to get it. I need to get it. Or I'll pull it up on Google. <laughs> and read or it. that. Is that it for your list? That's all. All right. Mine. I, uh, my first one is a little bit of a cheat, but... I love this set. So it's the Moby Illustrated Classics. Which I got this when I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. So these are like abridged and simplified versions of classic novels that were made for kids. And they oh. have pictures like every other page or something like that. That's um, cool. So I guess I, I had one set of 12 and they came in like this big box set. But the, the books themselves were almost square, but they were like five and a half inches by four inches or something like that. So they're pretty tiny, but uh, I had one set of 12. There were 36 made, uh, 36 books in all. So there was like three volumes. I had the middle set that was like 1983 or something like that. But uh, of note inside of that, as far as my favorites were The Count of Monte Cristo, Mm -hmm. uh, Moby Dick, And then Tales of Mystery and Terror, which was Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Uh, My favorite one in there was Telltale Heart, where he gets, he buries the guy in the wall and he can't stop hearing the heartbeat. Yep. But uh, I loved those books. I read them over and over again. I have no idea about the actual classics that they're based on. I feel like I didn't read Telltale Heart until I was in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I mean, it was scary. Yeah. Because it also had like the Hounds of Baskerville in that one. Like there were some scary stories in the Edgar Allan Poe one, but I mm-hmm. loved them. But I don't know, you know, if those books are actually good reads or not, but the, <laughs> the abridged and simplified versions were great. <laughs> but I love five that star. set. Yeah, five stars. I love that set. This next one, number two, is a little bit of a cheat as well because it's a whole set of books. They were the Choose Your Own Adventure books yeah. by R.A. Montgomery. And I guess there was this big series of them. I never owned it. Well, I owned one. So there's one, it's Journey Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. It's the only, I think, choose your own adventure book that I owned. And they had a whole bunch of them at the library. So I'd go read those as well. Yeah, I think that I got mine from the library. Okay. But I remember the Journey Under the Sea because I feel like there were so many paths that I took and a lot of them would end up with me being eaten by a giant grouper, <laughs> which was terrifying because <laughs> it would just, just be this illustration of a diver in front of the mouth of like this 12 foot tall grouper. That feels really familiar to me. Yeah, so uh, th- mm. that one is memorable to me. I but the to, whole I series, I-, I always found those to be pretty fun. Yeah. And then my third one is also a cheat. All three are. Well, you're just a cheater. <laughs> a cheater today. The Chronicles of Narnia series. Uh-huh. Specifically, I thought about using that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Specifically, the 1986 set by Macmillan. That's the set that I had. So looking at the artwork... And the the colors of the books and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's the set that I had. Because mm-hmm. I really remember like each illustration on each of the books were really unique and actually like good artwork. Right. I don't know who who did the artwork for them. But in that series, my favorite book is The Silver Chair. And I love that band too. Silver yeah, Chair. you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I can still remember when I got that series for, for Christmas. It was a Christmas present. And I got a whole bunch of other stuff that year too. But... The first thing I did was take that set upstairs and read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I was super excited. That's to get such that a magical set. book. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And it's a, you know, a fun series. Mm-hmm. All right. Fourth on my list. Well, four and five are both movie books. So, I mean, it's a little cheesy, but I read these books so much. The first one that I read over and over and over again was Space Camp. I didn't even know that was a book. I loved that movie so much. Well, I'm pretty sure these are just novelizations of the movie right. because they are almost word for word or probably they are word for word. I just wish I had known about those. I didn't even know that they existed. Yeah, I read the book. I didn't see the movie for a while. It's funny to to think about how I visualized everything yeah. as I was reading it versus what they did in the movie. It's actually pretty close. Right. Um, so that, you know, they did a good job of being descriptive in there. And illustrating on the front to give you an idea of what the different characters looked like anyways. So. Mm-hmm. I love that Space Camp book. I always wanted to go to Space Camp, but I never got to go. Ugh, bummer. Yeah. I'm sure it would have been a lot of fun, but who knows? I wanted to go too after seeing that movie. Yeah. But I mean, no. I didn't want to get launched into space. No. I just like the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the final one on my list is a movie that we covered previously, and I probably mentioned that I had yeah, the book. Yeah, you did. But The Adventures in Babysitting book was one of my favorite books to so fun. read over and over and over again, because I had like a five-shelf bookshelf, and it was probably six feet long, and it was full of books. I had a lot of books on there, <laughs> but there was a few that I really enjoyed reading, and that's one of them. I wonder if we can find that. We'll have to take a look, because it's just like take the movie a cover. look. It's in a book. It's a reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. Okay, sorry. Okay, I guess we should wrap this up before I give you a concert. Yes. Well, no, no, let's hear the concert. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's all I got. That's that's my five. That's it? That's it. 
Well, see, short and sweet. Short and sweet. If you all have any ideas for top five lists for us, be sure and send them in. You can DM me at we don't want to grow up pod on Instagram, or you can email us at we don't want to grow up pod <laughs> at Gmail. We have a lot of ideas, but I'm sure we're going to run out of them eventually. So, or somebody just might have something that's really fun that we haven't thought about. Yeah, absolutely. So send those there. Our Facebook group is we don't want to grow up exclamation point. And we hope to see you all soon on any of those platforms. We love interacting with everybody. So Martin, give us a shout. Come find us. Come find us. Bye. Bye. Bye.